listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Good morning, and welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am the managing partner and founder of the Women's Innovation Fund Accelerator. So I asked three questions. I asked three questions to everyone, and here's how they go. So what inspired me to become a venture capitalist? Well, I have a very unique and eclectic background. I have a computer science degree from Berkeley. I have a software engineering degree, and I also have a mini MBA from the University of Chicago. And what inspired me to become a VC was about five years ago, I was driving in my car, and I thought about the gaps of funding for women, for underserved communities, And I said, what do I need to do to fill that gap? Some of my other background is I ran an angel group in Los Angeles here in 2007, 2007, 2008, 2009. A few less angels. So I had that group for about two years. We built it up to about 450 angels we had on our roster. And then I went into private equity, private merchant banking, actually, for a year or so. And I've raised uh, over $50 million in uh, funding for multiple companies. My biggest raise to date, we raised about 15 mil for a film fund. I've raised $10 million for a blockchain cryptocurrency company. And then I run this accelerator, which you'll find out a little bit more about in the next question. But out of there, we've had about two or three companies raise about 550,000 just in the last kind of year or so. And we've had other companies raise just on that process. So that's what inspired me to become a venture capitalist. I don't have any formal training. I have a lot of venture capitalists friends. And do you have to have formal training for that? Yes and no. Uh, I have the mini MBA. A lot of people wanted me to get a traditional MBA. But is there a traditional route to becoming a venture capitalist? I don't think so. I think if you've had interest, if you can do math well, it's a lot of math involved, which is excellent. Um, If you enjoy working with other people, if you enjoy helping seeing people's dreams come true, that's some of the things that inspired me to become a VC. So the second question I always ask everyone is, what is your investment thesis or what was the motivation behind your investment thesis? And I'll talk a little bit about what is an investment thesis. An investment thesis is kind of the mission and vision for a 
fund or an investor, or uh, it could also come down from their investors. So our thesis at the Women's Innovation Fund Accelerator is threefold. The first part is we do gender balance sea level. That's the women part of the Women Innovation Fund Accelerator. So we like the balance of genders. We do. We can do a few more women than men, but we like balance because you can get all different viewpoints from a balance. If you just have all women or all men, then you are only serving a part of a community. The innovation piece is we do all emerging tech. We don't do biotech or nanotech, although we have some friends that we could partner with to do that. But for our fund specifically, we only do all emerging tech. So what does that even mean? That is AI, that is AR, augmented reality, VR, virtual reality, internet of things. It is uh, blockchain. It is artificial intelligence. It is quantum computing. It is robotics. It is uh, everything advanced futures. We look at that. And there's some cool companies working on all these wonderful, interesting things. And so that's the second half of our thesis. The third part of our thesis is the acceleration piece. In the acceleration piece, we help companies become fundable. So we do a full due diligence on them, like one of the big fours, or you get from one of these big law firms. It's many, many pages. It's about four or five pages of checklists, which ends up being 28 pages to us on the back. And we get full due diligence. And then the other half, which makes this very unique, is we actually create a sustainability plan for these companies. So once you're creating your sustainability plan, what does that mean? Why should you do that? The reason why you should create a sustainability plan is because there are many companies now that are shifting into this ESG. And some people say, well, that's not relevant, but it is. If you think about the apples of the world and the Microsoft's, Bezos, he just put his own money in. Google just did a green bond. He called it an ESG bond, but it's a green bond, which is for sustainability. Their next, your next customers and your next vendors are going to have to start meeting these requirements for any of these large companies. So you have to ask yourself a question as a startup or as an investor. If these large companies are doing this, why is the question? And then how does that impact my ability to exit, my ability to function as far as a company, my ability to gain other clients? So, and then if you think about youth, the youth of the world, they are very cognizant of sustainable efforts and sustainable issues. So in order to gain them as customers, how are you going to appeal to them without a part of that as your makeup of a company? And if you think about the kind of, you know, people call it social entrepreneur impact investing, this is not really impact investing. What this is, the next evolution of what venture capitalists should be looking at. It's not just about I'm making an impact. You know, doing good helps, you know, make money as well. And it's beyond just I'm going to do a good thing. It's actually smart business as well now. So, and you're going to get way more returns because you're going to start having to appeal to a different type of audience. And also from a funding side, I think as a venture capitalist, if you're not looking at sustainable efforts and how are you incorporating that into your fund, I think people are going to look, start looking at that more closely as far as uh, founders. So, What am I currently listening to, reading, learning? I have been learning a lot of things 
This is being recorded during the global pandemic. I call it the global pandemic. It's everywhere. It's all over the world. I have friends all over the world that I've talked to and pinged and, you know, we all are in the same boat. And so I've been building a lot of things for myself, my company, my other company, Trail and Ventures, which helps investors and founders understand emerging technology. That company has been repositioning itself into more of a learning company and a content and and kind of helping people understand what is this technology? Why should I care about it as a company? Why should I care about it as as an investor? What are the next things I should be looking at as an investor? What are the things I should be incorporating into my company to make me more efficient, effective, and more profitable and also more attractive to investors? So that's what I've been learning a lot about sales. I've been learning a lot about you know, positioning, marketing. I already knew about competitive analysis because that's one of the things I look at in a fund. Uh, Well, as a fund, you know, a lot of competitors, very competitive business, venture capital and uh, angel investing. It's all very competitive. And even during this pandemic, you know, there's a lot of companies that are out here and they could really use a leg up because if you are investing now, you're investing for later. And uh, I think, the, the interesting thing that happened was when the, this first started, a lot of people froze and it was like, oh, frozen. But our fund didn't freeze. We actually moved forward on things and we're actually making revenues and profits. And so to me, you still have to be deploying your powder. You still have to be investing because if you're not, then what are you doing with that money? Because the way a fund works is it has a cycle, usually has a 10-year cycle. And in that 10 years, if you had one year off, in essence, let's say you took a whole COVID, the whole year off, you deployed no powder. Now you have to deploy twice as much powder somewhere else. And then when it's time for you to go raise your other fund and they ask, well, what happened? And you can say, well, it was COVID-19. I think, you know, you may have missed on some opportunities because you decided not to do anything. And so there's a balance between doing something, investing. There's a balance between investing and moving your portfolio forward and being stuck and frozen. And then you have to, the other thing is you have to explain to your LPs, like, why are you not moving forward? Because there are opportunities out here. It depends on if you want to kind of pivot. It depends on your landscape and what you're looking at. Clearly, if you signed a paper with an LP saying, I'm only going to invest in X, you can't invest in YZ and LMNLP unless you go back and say, hey, look, we have these opportunities. This is a, a period of time when we can take advantage of this. Can we kind of rejig? And, you know, you can kind of rejig that one. So how do people contact me? LinkedIn is good. So I'm Barbara Bickham, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-B-I-C-K-H-A-M. Clearly, This is uh, the Female VC Lab. I'm the founder and creator of this podcast. So you can follow me on Google, Apple, and Spotify. I'm on all three. And again, my name is Barbara Bickham, and I'm from the Women's Innovation Fund Accelerator. This is my first uh, time on the Female VC Lab podcast. I hope you enjoyed a little bit about my journey, and we will have many other journeys As we go along, I wanted to record this one first 
and put this up in the community because I want to to this also to be a community because it's not all about me. I want to hear what you guys would like to hear, and I would like to hear about what you guys also would like to see. Thank you so very much for listening to the Female VC Lab podcast. This episode is brought to you by Trail Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N.com to find out more. Find us on Apple, on Spotify and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.